The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We're going to have a great show for you today. Uh, Brandy just came into the set. Let's say hi to everybody, starting off with uh, Ron, our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm exhausted. There you go. I'm not functioning. And then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, fellas? Yeah, Ron, you're looking like a worn down Elvis or something. I am so friggin' tired. So darn <laughs> heck, darn check heck. I'm not cursing anymore. Nice. It's Christmas holiday. Yeah. Um, I am exhausted. I have been running from pillar to post, from party to party, from interview to interview, from back and forth to L.A. The 200 mile run and. Now we have to run after the show to go there again. And then Thursday and we have another one and Friday, Friday and another Saturday. one Saturday. <laughs> We're going to see, see Stan Zimmerman's new wonderful play, which I cannot wait. It's based upon his mother and her maid, Black Maid, who's hysterically funny. And Stan is a wonderful writer. And that's called, um, I think it's called Hello, Virginia. Nope, it's called Yes, Virginia. Yes, Virginia. And I'm plugging it now because I know it's going to be wonderful because Stan Zimmerman, who wrote for the Golden Girls, uh, is a fabulous, fabulous comical writer. So I'll give you information, everybody, because we're going to see it on Saturday night. The play is called, yes, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Wait till we play music because you hear it and everybody. You can, everybody it. can everybody hear me can shaving. Hear yes. do, you, do you mind if I no. shave everybody out there? Chad, tell them no. Just put the yes, mic something. down while you shave. Don't put the mic next to the razor. You put the mic over there someplace <laughs> and then you can do I, it. You know I can't today. You don't do this. To I know. Me today. Really don't. Please don't do it. <laughs> I'm ready to go into a <laughs> no. coma. Okay, but it's <laughs> everyone. Anyway, national everybody. television. Watch coma. No, I don't want to do it. That's fine. Go on a coma. So everybody, listen. Yes, Virginia. It's directed by Stan Zimmerman. It's written by Stan Zimmerman and Christian McLaughlin. The ticket. Tickets are at brownpapertickets.com. It stars Mindy Sterling. You guys know her from all the three Austin Powers movies. She was in Drop Dead's Gorgeous. She's in Grace and Frankie uh, on Netflix. It also stars Anisha Walker. You know her from the revamped Dynasty, the TV show Popular and College Road Trip. It's at the Dory Theater at the Complex, 6467 Santa Monica Boulevard in L.A., and it's running from December 7th to December 30th. And again, you can go to brownpapertickets.com and type in Yes, Virginia. And you can see it. It's going to be great. He does that so well. Anyway, last night we went um, up to Agora Hills where that dreadful fire was, you know, that demolished so many homes and killed so many people. Um, Jimmy and I are fighting to raise money for it. I think that our president has really ignored it. 
and um, we had to get celebrities to come in to perform to try to raise a million dollars because there was a man there who said he didn't have a bed. Other people didn't have clothing or food, and it's a tragedy because these are not wealthy people. As they made us know that Malibu Canyon, we think of Fran Drescher and all the movie stars that live in Malibu Canyon, but that's not so because uh, Paradise Cove and uh, places like up in the Santa Monica Mountains, there are a lot of just regular people who live in trailers or campers, and they're just like, you know. Regular people. Regular people who live paycheck to paycheck. And the insurance companies that are frauds and rats and no good, they are not paying for most of these people's homes. And the uh, copay is outrageous. What is it called? A co- not a copay. When you deductible, the deductible is outrageous. So they're really destroying what's left of some of America. They're going to be doing another show in uh, <clears throat> New, in York, New York, and it's called Love Unites. If you go on Facebook and do Love Unites, you can find the GoFundMe link to do it. Right. Um, now, listen. I'm going to ask everybody out there. I want you to send one dollar, not a, not a penny more, please, because of me and Jimmy. Send one dollar, and if Millions of you do, because we have five million people that Four. watch, how many? Four and a half. Four and a half million people that, oh, make me a liar for half a million. <laughs> we have four and a half million people that watch our show every week, syndicated or live. Please send one dollar to them, and you will feed children who don't have there clothes. There was a little girl there that was so cute. They don't have clothing. Their toys are gone. It's Christmas. They don't have a Christmas tree. They these don't have chil- anything. These children will not know what a happy Christmas is or a happy holiday or a happy Hanukkah. They don't know any of it. So please, one dollar. It's all it is. One lousy buck. I mean, what do you b- blow on a dollar? Nothing. You can't buy anything. But if everybody out there sends one dollar, that one dollar can mount up to a million dollars and we can help these people to get back on their feet. Because if we don't do it, Mr. Trump is not. He's too busy building building a five billion dollar wall, like we need. Right? More than that. No, he said he's he's taking an allotment of five billion. Five billion dollars could feed, clothe, house all of these people that are wandering the streets of Agora, California. What happened to Mexico paying for it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Mexico was paying. <laughs> I, I saw something you know, that he said that like so he never delusional. said that. I mean, how delusional exactly. is that? <laughs> he never said that. I heard him say it a million times. That's all he's now. Mexico's going to. I think yeah. this president really needs. <laughs> so to you go. guys, though, this was a very cool event. It was uh, thrown by Lisa Brando, who's the daughter of Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. And some of the the guests who performed at the event uh, have been guests on our show. Don Most, who's Donnie Most, Ralph Mouth from Happy Days. Uh, performed and he was fantastic what a nice guy it was so great to meet him and um revolution who's coming on next week performed and my alga who i love olga my honey i love olga so much and uh aaron paul performed and my sweet dear aaron who i danced with uh jason chaos that uh i haven't hadn't met until last night performed dag fair who played young michael myers in uh, halloween performed there was a bunch of cool bands that performed daniel decrisio we got to Uh. meet daniel decrisio you guys remember the long-haired blonde gorgeous beauty uh, that we had on about a month or so ago. Uh, we got to finally meet him in person. What a lovely guy. We met. He, he's my new best friend. I love him to pieces. We met Leslie Easterbrook. You guys know her from Police Academy. and She um, played the tough uh, cop. She was in her. all the Police Academy movies, and she was in Rob Zombie's The Devil's Rejects. And actually, she was on our very first year of the Jimmy Star Show. Um, Before but, me. But uh, now we're going to have her when on the television. Show, when the show was crappy. In January, we're going to have her come on. And... Um, who else did we? Were we gonna have? So, oh, and oh, we met. Oh, wait, wait, we met uh, Johnny Whitaker from, from 
uh, the Beasley. A family affair. Family affair. <laughs> family affair. There were so many celebrities that there's too numerous to mention. Uh, up and comers, working nows, and worked years ago people uh, everybody was in sync everybody was sympathizing with the stories that some people went on stage and told us about how they were watching their homes burn down to the ground and everything they owned in it photographs jewelry uh, anything that they had uh, obtained All over their, their lives belongings. and it's tragic to see you know television sets you know these things cost a lot of money to replace uh, it's a tragedy it's an american tragedy and it's one that should be addressed by everybody out there because we americans do not do this to our fellow citizens you know, I can see third world countries maybe that don't care about their people and mistreat them. But America is supposed to be the only country that takes care of its own. And our president is not taking care of its own. And I'm angry with him. And I've never spoken out against Donald Trump because I don't do that. I'm not political. But last night I saw all of these people struggling so hard to survive. I mean, one of them was saying that they only have been eating like once every like four I mean, days. I was, and stuff. I was, I mean, in, it was, I was in tears at one point. Seriously, I had to go hide in the crowd because I began to cry. That's how sad it was. It broke my heart. And I know if I had millions of dollars, I would give to them because was, these are our fellow citizens. These are our people. These are uh, third, fourth generation Americans. And these it was, are people who came west. During the gold rush era, these are are, are are wonderful people who have been ravaged by the fire. Also, um, it was really cool that all the people that were there, they everybody you know donated their time. Um, Angel Salazar, who you guys know him from uh, Scarface and Carlitos Way, who's also a comedian, and Michael Collier, who won uh, a Star Search comedy, and now you know that was many many years ago, and he's a world renowned comedian. He was hilarious. Um, so there was all these people coming together to help raise money. It was a live feed so everybody could see it, and we had a really, really fun and, time. And Jimmy and I donated, plus we donated our time, and Jimmy and I don uh, gave them some of the entertainment. My wonderful Olga came all the way down from San Francisco, and my wonderful sweet Aaron Paul flew in from New York City at his own expense just to perform one evening and then fly back to New York. Which we got to give a shout-out to Eileen Shapiro because she helped book all yeah, of that. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Eileen, we love you. I think you're in the chat room. Oh, she is? Mm -hmm. Eileen, you should have been there last night. You would have had a good time. It was wonderful. It was just a bunch of people all agreeing on one thing and working towards one thing. There was no animosity. There was no anger. There was no fighting. There was no Dem Democrat or Republican. It was just Americans good old American people who got together to say, let's help our neighbors. And that's the rah-rah that I want to send out to everybody. And I really do need to give a shout out to Eileen because without Eileen, they wouldn't have had half of their talent that they That's had. That's true. There. And they without Eileen's talent. big breasts, she wouldn't be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Eileen. Eileen, we had fun with Aaron. We dished you to death, honey. Oh, we ripped you to pieces, Eileen. And Eileen's going to Florida tomorrow. So I have know. A That's, good a, trip. That's what we ripped apart about her. Aaron and I went crazy. We said, that bitch is going to Florida tomorrow. No, 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 no. no. We really did a number on you, honey. Your nipples must have been burning last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough dirty. She talk. says, "Love you, Ron." So I anyway, back, we had bunch. a really, really good time, and um, and then Saturday night, you guys, we went to the um, it, it was a cast and crew premiere of Hanukkah the movie, starring Caroline Williams and Sadie Katz and Sid Haig and Sarah French. 
um, PJ Souls. I don't know. There's a whole ton of people. They're all our friends, um, but I've got to tell you, Sadie Katz did a fabulous job. Sadie Katz is going to be the next new great actress because she really, not that because I, I love and adore her, but she really can act. I mean, the scene when she's tied up against the wall with the rubber ball in her mouth and the man, the crazy rabbi is about to, you know, cut her to pieces. You had to see the fright and the way she handled that whole scene. She did a beautiful job. Caroline Williams was outstanding in the bathtub of blood naked, totally box naked, screaming because she was chained in the bathtub by this lunatic. Who was her husband. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, so the, the, film, the film went everywhere. It was a, produ a, produ a producer's cut. So, of course, the coloring wasn't correct and the sound was off. But that all had to be worked because they wrapped the night before we saw the opening and you can't you know wrap a film and then uh, show it the next day in perfection they were just wanting to show it to everybody because hanukkah was the next day right. after that so, so i know that when we see it you know in theaters or wherever we're going to see it the next time it'll be polished perfect but terrific. we had a wonderful time hanging out yeah. with all the, the huge horror celebrities were there it was a lot a lot of right. fun um we met uh christine elise mccarthy who's been on the show you guys know her um she was on beverly hills 90210 and body snatchers and she's chuck child's play too and she's been on the show several times she'll probably be coming on the show in the new year right and uh, we just had a good time and we met um wednesday from wednesday's 13 and and alice cooper's daughter and like all these just cool wild fun people so we really had a great time Right. We have such wonderful friends uh, that driving into L.A. or Hollywood is really no big deal because we know that when we get there, we're going to be surrounded by people we really care about, who really care about us. And, you know, I'm no kid. Uh, I love the way these young people have received me and they love me and they treat me just like they're equal. They don't treat me like a grandfather or a father. So tonight, too, you guys were going to the info list Red uh, Infomist re is a is a website where you get all kinds of acting like uh, um, castings and all kinds of things and they're doing a relaunch so they're having a Christmas party red carpet party tonight we're going to be there tonight um, Tom Churchill is going to be there Sean Kanan Lorene Landon um, Sadie all kinds of great Sadie. people that we know it should be a lot of fun um, so we're going to that at the Mondrian Hotel in uh, Hollywood mm -hmm. and then Friday night sometime I don't know when yet. Um, I just get to tag along because it's not me. It's Ron's. My night. It's Ron's night, and it's the cast party for the Circus rap, the Road. Ra the rap, rap party. The rap party for Circus Road. So that's going to be fun being back on the set. I think we're shooting it up in Santa Clarita. I think we're doing the party. I have no idea. If we're doing it up there, I'll probably be on the old set. And it'll be fun seeing all the workers, the actors that I worked with, and having a party and talking about the film. We always have a good time. So I'm looking forward to that. And Saturday night, we're going into Hollywood. I to told see, them that. I know, but I want to give them the rundown. <laughs> to see Stan Zimmerman's wonderful new comedy. And then do we drop that after that? Yeah, we drop dead after that. Then I need we to take a break. Dead. Then we're just going to lay home and do nothing but eat. God forbid I'm so fat. Look what I had to wear, like a jacket because my belly's so big. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. Were you able did, – did anybody contact you? I see nothing. Okay, so what well, happens if you try and call the one that you've got? Who's, it, who's not contacting? Well, we're not, like, connected on Skype. They, they, they think we're connected, but we're not. I can't, I can't because it would put you on hold. Oh, no, we can't put me on hold. We're not on <laughs> Skype now? We are. I'm trying to get a guest. Who? We're having the first guest. Our guest, Rebecca Knox. I'm having problems. Oh, Rebecca Knox. Because I know 
Okay. Joe Jamie's coming on next. So anyway, you guys. I love Joe we're Jamie. We're supposed to have Rebecca Knox from Orange is the New Black coming on now, but we're having problems getting connected with her. And then we are also having Joe Jamie Tyler Yay. and Lana coming on, which they have a new podcast series. It's called Ladies Roadmap, and they've done some really cool stuff. They told me that their recent podcast was about vaginal rejuvenation. <laughs> And I have to tell you, I have to tell you a quick, quick, cute little story. We had dinner with in Pennsylvania with Michael uh, Damien and his lovely, beautiful wife, who I can't think of her name, or Joe Beth. Uh, uh, Michael Damien's wife. Yeah. Is um. Oh, I love her. Oh my God. I call it the beautiful Michelle. Blood. No. Uh, no. Uh, what is? Her? Oh my God. I it's, feel it's like a retard. Janet. Janet. Jan, 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 Jan. No. Oh Jan, my God. Janie. Janie. No. Oh, oh, I know her. her mother- <laughs> I mean, I, I love her mother, Coco, and her beautiful mother, Coco, and she's my beautiful blonde. And I can't think of honey. I'm going to kill myself. It's like, you oh know, my not, God. not uh, that old shit's. I mean, she's a good friend. We know her forever. It's how do you lose a, a good friend's name? I'm, I'm, oh I'm my. Googling. Janine. Janine I, Janine. I knew it was with a J. You know what? <laughs> Last night, drinking and dancing and carrying on till three o'clock in the morning, your friggin' brain, you know, goes dead. But Janine. Okay. And we were all having dinner. Now, uh, real quick, Jim, we do have Rebecca now. Oh, good. Oh, okay. okay. So, Helen, let's play a bit. I'll play finish some the music. story when she comes on. So, everybody, um, uh, no, yeah, when she, she comes on later. So, everybody, listen up. Um, we've got Rebecca Knox then, so we're going to give her a call. While we're calling her, she did a, a cover of Cry Me a River. It's fantastic. She's gorgeous. She's talented. Um, so, we're going to play it for you guys, and while we're playing it, we're going to get her on the line. Here we go. There we go, everybody. Cry Me a River by Rebecca Knox. You say you're lonely. You cried the whole night through. Well, you can cry me a river. Cry me a river. I cried a river. Over
fellas. There you go. Cry me a river. All right, everybody. That was Cry Me a River by the incredibly talented and beautiful Rebecca Knox, which we want to make sure that everybody can hear you, and then I'll do a proper introduction. Okay. So say something. Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, Rebecca Knox here. Hello. <laughs> All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and beautiful Rebecca Knox. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to chat with you guys. Yay, let me introduce you, everybody. First, we have our cool, outrageous Man About Town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, darling. Hello. I want, every, I want everybody out there to know she's not 15. <laughs> she looks 15, <laughs> but she's not 15. I want to start it off with one quick question. No, no, we got to do our introductions, and then oh, you can start off with Oh, I when he does this. Oh, Jimmy, I'm too tired. I can't go. All right, go so through. now we've got to introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello. Hi, Chad. Hello, can't Rebecca. Nice voice. Welcome to that was Ron. <laughs> but Chad has a good voice too, though. Chad's Welcome got to the, the show. Good to I have you. Here's, here's an imitation of Chad. I do the Jimmy Star show without getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've, and then, we've got, then we've got a chat room full of people right now. We have we have uh, England, Germany. The uh, oh, I said England is the UK. Uh, Australia. We have, uh, we have uh, Australia, Canada, the United States, and Estonia, Estonia in the chat room. And lots of so other say places. hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey, what's up? I love how international the group is. Yes, Absolutely. we are. We're, we're, we're like the plague. We're all over. <laughs> but now, the question I wanted to ask you is, yeah. why, cry, why cry me a river? That belongs to Julie London. I know, it does. And when I heard her sing that, you know, I came across the YouTube video of her music video, and I, I just fell in love. And I feel like I've been in and out of a lot of uh, dramatic, painful relationships. And I'm At 25. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've had experience, and it, I just wanted to—I just wanted to express with that song. I think that song's beautiful, and I love the way she sings. I, I, her voice is like honey. So, I mean, you know, I thought, why not? I'm not like a singer per se. I'm an actor, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just do something. I'm gonna put something out there for fun, whatever. Actually, though, it's very good. Everybody in the chat room loves it, and you have another one because we're gonna probably play it later. You did a cover version of Creep, and I read in your bio that you're like starting a record label. So, are you starting a record label for yourself so you can put out your own music? Well, actually, I started it already when I was 18. Um, I before I was acting, I was managing bands uh, in New York City, and um, so I started Jet Boy Records, and I still own the LLC. It's still my company, but it's I'm you know taking a break from it because I'm filming a lot and I don't have time, but I definitely would love to you know get back into uh helping other artists put music out there because i really loved it it was a passion of mine it still is i think you should put out your own you have a really good voice uh, you have you. a great look <laughs> um it's just fun though i mean i think you should totally do it so i'm gonna do some bragging for you guys well, wait, can i just oh, do one quick little everybody likes my stories mr blackwell the 10 worst dress list designer was my dearest friend in the world Actually, she knows who she that knows, is she i don't know. think She's she does but everybody out there knows he was. Everybody feared him because he used to write a list every year about who couldn't dress well in Hollywood, and he was a fabulous designer who had a showroom down in downtown Los Angeles. And I went down one afternoon to meet uh, he and his hus husband uh, Richard, I mean uh, Spencer for for lunch, and he said, "Oh, would you like to meet Julie London?" And I said, "Oh, that would be nice." And there she was in panties without a bra. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she couldn't have cared less. She said, hello. And I said, hi, I'm Ron Russell. She said, oh, nice to meet you. And then she said, well, Richard, what about the black dress? That would be prettier with this. And she just couldn't care less. And there she and very brief panties. And I got to tell you, she had a beautiful body for an older woman. She was, at that time, she was maybe in her late 40s. Ron used to have a television show called Set the Record Straight, and he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. So um, Jane Russell was one of his my best, best friends. One, my, deep, my most best friend. Um, and he interviewed, like, Lauren Bacall. I don't even know if you know these people because you're, like, young, but also I think that you know. Cliff Tab Robinson. Hunter, Cliff Robertson. Yeah. They're all, like, the legends that you see in Tony, all the Tony classic Curtis, music. Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. <laughs> And uh, and now I'm interviewing you. So there you are. You're in the best company. You're in the company yeah. of legends, my darling. Legends, Thanks. movie stars, movie so, stars. So Ron's <laughs> from New York, and we lived in Pennsylvania for a little while. Now we live in Palm Springs, but we used to every like every couple of months drive out to the Hamptons just because it's so beautiful. We would go out there to eat, and I happen to like um, what's the place I like? Oh, I like Sag Harbor. We call it Fag Harbor because we're Fag gay. Harbor. <laughs> But no, I'm yeah. I'm from I'm from I'm from Long Island. I'm from I'm from Garden City, Long Island. And the Hamptons to me years ago, uh friends of mine said, you know, you're making a lot of money now, Ron. Why don't you buy property in the Hamptons? I said, What the hell am I gonna do with empty swamp land in the Hamptons? Yeah. Well, those lots now go for three and four million dollars. <laughs> So tell me what a schmuck am I? But um, I love the Hamptons. I used to go out to a club. Oh, I love that club called Marrakesh. Way before your time, but this is history. And there I would be dancing with, uh, what's his name's daughter, who I love. She committed suicide. Oh, uh, Meryl Hemingway. Uh, Meryl Hemingway. Meryl well, Hemingway, who I just absolutely loved. Everybody that was in the public eye then used to hang out at Marrakesh. It was the club. I love the Hamptons. So, I wish I could afford a house in the Hamptons. So she. Where do you her, live in the? Are her you, family owns the White Sands Beach Hotel, which is supposed to be some big to do thing. Oh, I haven't is. been there, so I don't know. It, it but is. I mean, it must be really cool to like be there and be well, able to have a cool it, place it, to it's go. It's like Gurney's, you know. It's a big name. Yeah. And she's also, and I think I read you've also got an apartment in New York someplace. Oh, so you're not yeah. a poor chick. You're not poor. You're not a struggling <laughs> actress. Oh, you know, uh, my dad. He he. Uh, my parents are both immigrants, and they came here. You know, they were both uh, from really poor backgrounds, and my dad. Worked his ass off, and he settled in the Hamptons in the 50s, 60s. Yeah, when I wait, wait what's your father's name? I'm 70. Bernard, Bernard Kimbach at the hardware store in East Hampton. Oh my gosh, how cool is that? I think I know this man. <laughs> Ron's 78. I'm 78, and I've hung out at the Hamptons every okay. summer all my life. My dad's just about your age, so. You know, you wait, might wait, wait, get, get, tell me again. Your slowly. dad's 78 and you're only 25. Wow. He's got some good genes. <laughs> I, I, wait, I might, I might know your mother also. What's your mom's name? Sarita. And where, are they, where are they from? Uh, my mom's Colombian and my dad's German. Oh, that's why she's got like the great. Oh, I have to go in the, you know, the, the Hamptons, the ha my ex-partner who passed away after 46 years of our being together, pancreatic cancer, his uncle owned the first Italian restaurant out in the Hamptons. Wow. And we used to go there a lot to eat. And most of the merchants in the neighborhood used to come, like I think it was on Sunday afternoons for pranza. Uh -huh. So as, ask your father, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but his his last name was Le Morocco. Le Morocco. And, and that's who owned the restaurant. So ask your dad. I bet you I've... Oh. I've Spoken to him. Yeah, that a small so, world. So hold on, we're gonna do some more bragging though. Okay, so she was listed. <laughs> First of all, I love your bio. It says 
25-year-old badass with an incredible story, <laughs> which is like, oh, my God. I who's a, deb- like who's a debutante from Long she's Island? She's like fabulous. So yeah. then no, she's also passed from the Hamptons, you know. I was the bad girl, so. I believe I actually believe what, it. In looking at all wait, the pictures. Did you that go I, to St. Paul's? I think it's the private school out there. No, St. Ross, actually. She went to Ross. I don't know what that is, I so I'm not from there. But I went online to look at all your pictures, and you have, like, the most sexy, sensual, like, I'm a badass pictures online. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, that is so – I mean, I'm really uh, – first of all, I want to say congratulations. I'm so happy you're having all this success. Thank and, you. And you were actually featured in Hamptons Magazine in, yeah. the, influ- in the Influencer Edition – um, on 10 young Hamptonites on finding success at an early age, which I think is super cool. So you got a record label uh, that you're not as doing as much with now, but you still got it at 18. That's very young. You're the vice president of a Mezco. I don't know what Mezco means. Donna Sarita, what is that? What's, huh? it's, a, it's a liquor. Um, it's like tequila's sexy cousin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, she's got, so she's the vice president of a liquor company, and she's the star of Orange Is the New Black, one of the I highest, highest street. Wait, you know what? You've got. Wait, you have got. Your dad has got to know Eileen Shapiro. I believe I, so. Eileen Shapiro used to own the bunkhouse, which was the gay bar all the way out on Long Island. And Eileen and I, and we, I mean, we're all Fire Island, Hampton people. I'm a Long Island boy you know, most of my life. And I love it. And if I wasn't living in Palm Springs, I would live in the Hamptons. No question about it. Sag Harbor is where I would live. I'm crazy. About, my I'm crazy about Sag Harbor. Me too. There's, a, there's a wonderful hamburger, Everybody too the hamburger asking, place. Everybody there. in the <laughs> chat room, this is Rebecca Knox. And we haven't started talking about her acting and stuff yet because she's got so much ha- other cool stuff that we're wait, talking about do, at all. Do you love the hamburger joint out in Sag Harbor? I do. LT Burger. Th- yeah, yeah! Oh my yeah, God, I love we it. We love it. With and they're malted, they're ice cream sodas that you drop dead from. <laughs> I want one now. We actually went there and ate, and and uh, I love the hand. And walked outside, and 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 Michael Kors was walking out of the right. out of the restaurant, like across the street but or whatever. But the Hamptons is probably one of the most beautiful places in our country. So hold on, okay. So not only is she featured in the Hamptons magazine and done all these things, she's got a liquor company. You guys got to check out her website. It's thelrebeccanox.com, and you have to make sure you put the because if you Google Rebecca Knox, some other lady comes up. Yeah. And she's like a porn star or something. Oh, <laughs> no, we don't want that. I think you're a dominatrix and there's yeah like, that's oh, it she's a dominatrix oh my yeah, god there are a couple really badass rebecca knox's i mean honestly i i'm not complaining it's like oh, not at all. i guess the name really like good and i was looking for you all over like so i have a question before we start talking about orange is the new black and some of your other stuff how come you're not on twitter because you're on instagram i'm following I you on instagram. i don't know twitter is just like it's another platform i don't really know what i'd say every day like i i don't know i guess i should do it i totally should do it i no, know you- because like all your fans would like love it and you know you can make your Instagram post to your Twitter so just post the shit from your Instagram to your Twitter yeah. okay. <laughs> right, now, now let's talk about what everybody out there wants to know yes the, the boyfriend oh I, I don't have any boyfriend <laughs> a, beautiful, a beautiful girl like you doesn't have boyfriend she's slaying them like if she's like slaying men all over the there world there are a lot of cute I guys that- my time with them you know it's like I have fun and then I move on and I'm focusing on my career and if someone amazing comes my way then great but that hasn't happened yet so. That, that's what my daughter Deirdre said. She's an actress also. She's made quite a few films. And she said when the right one comes along, and I think she's 44 now. <laughs> <laughs> she still hasn't come along. But I think but she's looking. 
she's right. dated she's dated a lot of a famous act. I can't say who, but she's dated one ver- Academy Award okay, okay. winning actor. You gotta actor. stop that. You're gonna and, get yourself no, in trouble. I won't say it. And um, you know, she said, "That's it. No more for me. I want like a working guy that works in a grocery store." I said, "Oh, really?" You guys gotta follow <laughs> Rebecca on Instagram. It's wait. It's, I'm not finished with my okay, interview. Well, Shut. No, up it doesn't matter. Before I hit you with the mic. No, nobody ma- wants we're to married. Talk, nobody wants to hear about like like. Uh, no, that. we're talking about. See, you, you, you're not letting me segue. Today, don't play with me today. I'm in a raunchy <laughs> mood. Today, I'm going to sit on your face till you're smothered to death. Ooh, I might like that. <laughs> what a pig. Slob. These homosexuals are such disgraceful people. But anyway, would you date a very famous Academy Award winning actor? Or are you not into actors? Um, not typically into actors. I mean, I love, you know, my acting community, my friends, and... But, you know, we're, we're a crazy crowd, and I think I, I like diversity, and I love creative, sensitive types, but I'm not necessarily, you know, just about dating actors. I think that'd be a lot. Two actors, it's a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, who knows? How about musicians? Uh, of all your bad no. breakups, you no, know, musicians are a bad one, too. No, the musicians oh, are worse than the actors. They're worse than they're the actors. Worse. They're they're more, always... I mean, I've managed, you know, plenty of bands. I do not... Wanna no. they're, they're all loaded. They're loaded morning, night, Actually, noon. say hi to Eileen. Say hi to say Eileen. Say hi to Eileen Shapiro. She's she's, an she's she's my business partner. We have uh we're like the number one music publicist in the world. And oh, wow. uh, we have a company called World Star PR. And she's in New York and we're in California. So just say hi to Eileen since she might know your dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. she'll, she'll probably interview you because we're going to ask her. So to. let's go. Okay, Because so- you're a Long Island girl. We got to stick together. We Long Islanders. Oh, yeah. But getting back to what's your type, what kind of guy do you need or want or look for? So if any guy's out there, he can call you up. <laughs> well, um, someone who's sensitive, but also um, ambitious and independent and okay with my independence. Because I don't like... That's the hardest part right there is okay with your independence. I know. And that's, you know, I mean, I'm sure he's out there, but I'm okay to wait. We'll see. Now, your mother is Colombian, you said. Yes. Now, uh, my daughter Deirdre dated a guy who was Colombian, so I know the f- Colombian people. Uh-huh. And and Brian's mom was uh, really a strict mom, and <laughs> she used to control Brian's life, and Brian's sister used to control Deirdre's life, too. Uh, Colombian people believe in marriage. Oh, yeah, but my mom, you know, she's been here for such a long time. She's not too, uh, She's not too worried about it. She's very um, liberal and she's okay. How, so how so is she? She doesn't wait. She doesn't push you like I push my daughters to get no, married. How, what do your parents think of the fact that um, that you decided to become an actress and now, like very quickly, you're having a lot of really big success and everything? Like, do they totally love it? Do they watch you? Do they watch you on TV? Yeah, I mean, originally when I told them that I didn't want to finish college and I wanted to act, they were incredibly upset with me. <laughs> I know that I know that story. Yeah, I and school. they don't have any ties in this world, so they didn't know anything about it, and they were just not. They were like embarrassed. They didn't want to tell their friends, but you know, eventually, once they started booking work that was paying, then they were like, "Oh my God, my daughter's an actress." You know, it's- exactly. <laughs> I, know, I know that. I quit school at sixteen years old because I thought I was going to be in the Broadway production of West Side Story. <laughs> Well, when I got there to audition, I couldn't really dance, and I was too tall, and they said goodbye. So now what do I do? So I went to hairdressing school, and I became a really good hairdresser, which kept me in food while I was an actor. And then, of course, look where I am. So education does help. Uh, (laughs) 
you know, graduate. I mean, but look at you and look at I. You're not a college grad. I'm not even a high school graduate. <laughs> and look where I am and look where you are. So it's all about who the person is. And right. how, how and drive and ambition. Exactly. And you have to know who you are when you're very young and stay that person and direct yourself. And that's my advice to you is stay who you are because you're charming and lovely and beautiful. Never change because it can hurt your career. Thank you. I love it. No, that. I've seen it happen. I won't mention the names of the people I know, but there's one bitch out there I hate. Oh, it's Liza Minnelli. Why can't I say it? But Liza Minnelli is the most wretched human being I have ever encountered in my life. And she used to, and her sister, who I interviewed, was wonderful. Lorna Luft is just a dreamboat. But Liza has chosen a direction that she's left a lot of uh, bodies along the way. And you don't do that. Don't, don't do that in your career. No. Now, how did you get Orange? Yeah, that's what I want to know. So did you? I'm sure you had to audition because you haven't, hadn't done tons of huge things before that. So you had to audition, right? Had to audition. Um, and I actually auditioned for uh, the show for a, different, a few other characters um, three times prior. And then, you know, this last time was the... Charm. Worked. Yeah, it worked. So, I mean, that's that's it. I, I had no expectations because, you know, I'd been in the office already a few times. So I just went in and just, you know, they wanted the character to be really high. And I was like, great. OK, I'm really high. And it worked out. So <laughs> I love it because, number one, that's a cool that everybody should hear that from you because we have a lot of people in the entertainment industry who listen and watch the show. And the fact that you went back three times and didn't get cast until the fourth time for the same show, you yeah. know, lets everybody know you can't give up and you got to just keep persevering and don't get all pissed off well, about it because well, you don't know how it's going to work. Every go-see is one and then two. If they call you back for a second time, you got a shot. Did you have to go back? Did you yeah. have like, call how many callbacks did you have on the fourth time? I, or you time. Um, I auditioned this one time for Tina Swope and then they called me a couple days later and they were like, congrats. And I was like, yeah, wow. And you're in the next season, too, because I read, like, how popular your character is so popular that they're keeping yeah. you on. They didn't kill you off. They didn't do yeah. anything bad to you. You get to stay. Thanks Congratulations. <laughs> well, you, you're, you're beautiful, and they cast you because you're beautiful and obviously a, a talented actress. When they cast me in a movie now, they say, get the old fag bag. <laughs> the, old, the old faggy gay bag. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. So how, how has that been? Because they shoot that in New York, right? So, like, you're, you're right there. It's been going well. I mean, I am very pleased with how things are going story-wise. I can't complain. Um, obviously, I can't say much or anything about it. But, um, yeah, it's been great. And I finally feel like I'm comfortable with the crew and the cast and going for a second season, you know. I'm settled and I'm confident and I'm excited to see, you know, where this is going to take me, you know, once the show ends. I, I'm it, it's going to take you to a lot of places. Do they send a limo for you or do you have to drive oh. yourself? Oh, I still, I still, you know, um, get my set. Yeah. I'm not take like the railroad. a roller actor yet. You should tell them next contract you want limo to pick you up and bring you to the set. <laughs> I don't need a limo. I mean, like a regular car is nice. No, no, no. They do, they do limos. <laughs> like no. regular cars. Nice. I'm in a movie. I'm, I'm shooting another movie now in a couple of weeks, and I kid around, and it's a Thomas Churchill movie, and I said, listen, Churchill, I want my name before the title. I don't get to work till 10. I get an hour massage, then there's an hour lunch, and then I work 20 or 30 minutes in the film, and then I go home. Do you know uh, in this? So, and I want five thousand a week. <laughs> in the in the chat room, they're asking. Wait, if you, do you think I'll get it? No. <laughs> do you know someone named Heidi Z? She works on Orange Is the New Black. Yes, I think so. 
she she actually, um, she she's we know her because she works with Dr. Dre, the hip hop guy from Yo MTV Raps. But she's also uh, works on the set of Orange Is the New Black. And Eileen Shapiro is in the chat room asking because Eileen says she thinks she was supposed to interview you possibly because she writes for all these. Well, big now Eileen will. Eileen is yeah, a, we'll introduce as you. a favor to me because this girl is so sweet and charming. She needs every little push she can get to become a superstar. Thank you. Yes, I do need all the pushes, please. Push, push away. <laughs> that's, what, oh, that's what it's about. It's about PR. It's okay, about, well, so it's like about publicity. If you're not in the, in she's the, in got the, a good publicist actually. Kira Breslin is a good publicist. Yeah. Well, I wasn't I mean, pushing. I, I wasn't I, pushing for you. <laughs> the story I want to tell quickly is my wonderful actor, the Italian guy who said that Lainey Kazan had the best tits. What was his name? Oh, Paul Sorvino. Paul Sorvino dated Lainey Kazan. But anyway. Wait, ask uh, her if she knows who Lainey Kazan is. That, no, she won't. So I'm not even. Uh, did you bother. see my big fat Greek wedding? Oh, uh, yes, I did. She's the okay, mother. The mother. Yes, yes. She, she's okay. my very good friend. And Paul Sorvino is like Mira Sorvino's father. He's like, right. he was on Law and Order and for like 50 Paul, years. Paul is a working <laughs> Hollywood actor, and he bought a lovely farm in Pennsylvania, a beautiful farm. And he moved there, and his daughter, who you know is uh, Mira, Sorvino. Mira Sorvino, would come and visit. But Paul wasn't getting any work. No, not at all. So I said to Paul, why was that? He said, Ron, when you're out of the public eye, there is no work. So he had to sell the beautiful farm and move back to Hollywood. And now Paul is working all the time. Moral of the story is keep it out. Keep the ball in the air. Yeah. yeah. The minute the ball hits the ground, goodbye. The next one, okay, another blonde's coming along. She's got a bigger chest, a better butt, you know, or she's uh, whatever, whatever. No, seriously, it's a very crappy business, our business. Oh, yeah. It's you're awesome. as good. You're, you're as good as your last performance. So here's what we can do for you, though. Because Ron and I write for the Celebrity Cafe. So does Eileen. But it's the number one celebrity online magazine. It's the oldest one in the world. It gets 14 million hits a, lot in, a month. And we're the celebrity interviewers. So I will email Kira to get your email. And yeah. then we'll set up a time at the beginning of the year to do an interview for it. And that way, like, 14 million people will see you. Well, you could... I, I, I'm, 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 do, I, I'm doing Daniel. But you have to follow me back, though, on Instagram. I did. I did. Okay. I okay. <laughs> well, you you could you could do the celebrity interview with her because I, I, I want to do one with her. I, I'm doing Daniel DeCrisco. I know DeCrisco. Anyway, DeCrisco. hold on. So let's go. Keep going with her. All right, you guys. So you got to watch this season of Orange Is the New Black. Are you've already started the next season shooting? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So so the next one's going to be coming out soon. You can also see her in Return to Montauk. Yes. Um, and that stars Stellan Skarsgård, who's like one of the hottest men on planet Earth next to my husband, Ron. <laughs> yeah, right. and, and bullshit makes the flowers grow. So, uh, number one, tell us a little bit about the film. And number tell us. But wait a minute. It, Let me just do a political thing. What are they doing to Montauk Point? I despise what it's turning into. I mean, it's just. Uh, it's a They're ruining it. Yeah. And it's just it's turned into a party town. It's kind of. People go there. They don't really care about the environment, and they come in the summer and they kind of they destroy they destroy it. They throw their trash. They it's you know, on the floor. And, and they're building weirdness, and they're getting rid of the yeah. gorgeous charm of the end of Long Island. I'm so sad. I oh went my. out there last summer, and I was going to have a nervous breakdown. Cool. I wanted to smack those people. Everybody loves you. Now Eileen's getting into the action. She's like, I'll interview her for BuzzFeed and Get Out. Get Out's the number one gay magazine in New York City and it's the well, seventh yeah. biggest magazine in the world. So I'll do you for Celebrity Cafe. She'll do you hey. for BuzzFeed and Get Out. And then you know what? I'll get in the act. I'll do you for Hollywood. And you can do it for the Hollywood Digest. I'll do you for Holly <laughs> Hollywood Digest. It's a very big publication and it's only about us. You know, it's all about the business people. Nothing else in Hollywood it's Digest. It's all celebrity news. It's all 
all celebrity news. So when I do you, I want to know about when you did date what the dates were like. You know, we do that kind of stuff because I have like <laughs> yentery, gossipy people that read that column and they want to know, you know, like young girls your age, they want to know, oh, who is she dating? Where did they take her? Did they take her to dinner? You know, that kind of nonsense. Uh-huh. Of so we'll we'll do that plus we'll do a... Uh, Believe it or not, let's, you'll, you'll find this funny. So uh, we were on the set of a movie he just did and with all the actresses, we're not going to say who because then people know who who dated who. But they were she was one of the girls that was telling us who she dated, and then she oh was my, ranking their penis sizes. <laughs> Wait, he's 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 an actor. He's a very working actor, and he's a good friend of mine. And he's built like Samson, you know, like he's built like a. They've all been on our show. All her boyfriends I have mean, been on our yeah, show. <laughs> and, and he's built and he's built like a like a monster. He's got muscles all over, and she said. But he's got a penis, and she went like that the size oh, of a pinky. No. And I almost dropped break. dead. I know. <laughs> what? She said, that's a deal breaker. Well, he says that too. <laughs> you know, he's a wonderful person, and he's a dear friend. And I, I would never told him this. I would never, never. You know, hurt his feelings, but now I look at him and I think, oh my God. So let's let's go a little bit. So you've got Orange is the New Black. You have returned to Montauk. I saw on your website you did some commercials. I mean, you're really kind of like... Working. You, you really haven't had to like suffer like everybody else. I don't see a bunch of really shitty, shitty things on your resume. There aren't a ton of things, but everything on your resume is like A-list, top... Jimmy, her, you have no idea. You're not a Long Islander. Do you have any idea what, what her parents own? doesn't matter. Her parents, her parents, movie. they could they probably give me anything. They didn't get me shit, actually. No, but your parents <laughs> could turn around and sell that place for 10, 20 million. So maybe. it's just nice that she doesn't have to waitress to like act. No. But still, she has to get on and get all this it like does. work. I mean, I'm very grateful. I have a family that, you know, I don't have to, you know, be dying and nervous and working. And, you know, I mean, I work, but it's not. No. So yeah. that's great. Let me just say this. If I were your parents, I would be happy to help you and support you because I wouldn't want you to hook. A lot of the actresses <laughs> have no, a lot of the actresses are in trouble and there's a nice elderly gentleman who'll pay the rent and buy them food okay. and they have, and they have, to, I know some that do that. And your, your mother can relax and say, my daughter's no puta. She's <laughs> <clears throat> out there doing it. So. Right. So you've got right? some, some really good credits. <laughs> You're so adorable. I want to adopt. So you, you have some really good credits, and we're going to get you on Twitter. So let's let's do some hypotheticals. Okay. Uh, like uh, like if you have a bucket list, what's a male and a female actress, an actor that you think, oh my god, I would really love to get an opportunity to work with these people. Um, I would love to work with. Well, I mean, this is the most cliche thing in the world to oh, say. Oh, she's going to say Meryl Streep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, don't say Meryl Streep. <laughs> Everybody okay, you know who perfect. actually, Helena Bonham uh, Carter. Yeah, would, that's oh, a good yay, one. That's yay, a good one. Yay. I would love to work with her. I adore her. It looks like you could be kind of related to her if your hair I was know, perfect. I know, I've heard that before, but I adore her. I think she's fantastic. I um, do. And so. I would love to work with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I, I, no. no good for me. He's so plastic. He has no personality. But he's a good actor. I, like I don't know what it is. I just like, I love the way, I just, I would love to. I'm all about Charlize Theron, so I would like to do something with Charlize Theron. She's a badass. She's, she's a, a badass. Pro, especially now that she's in those Fast and Furious movies. I would like to work with Angie, Angelina Jolie. I would love to work with Angelina Jolie. Because she grew up in my house, and she's my daughter's girlfriend. And they went to school together. And Angie, you bitch... I haven't seen you in how many years, and you never call, and we never see you anymore. <laughs> now that she's a superstar, she's forgotten us. That's okay. I wish we could say that on the air, you know. Oh, but Angie, hello. 
<laughs> no, Angie used to go to birthday. I have pictures of her at, at five and six year old birthday parties in my house. And John Voigt and I were good friends, and we lived diagonally to Beverly Hills High. And we, the kids went to El Rodeo School together. And Angie and my daughter Deirdre were always called into the principal's office. Angie and See, my they daughter, were bad girls just they like you. Were the, they, the school used to want to get kill them. And John and I would say, "What are we going to do with them?" I said, "Separate them," but we couldn't because they were little kids growing up, and they loved each other. So hold on, keep going. So okay, and, so if you could have been in any movie then that's ever been, what <clears throat> character would you have liked to play? Um, well, it's actually Helena Bonham Carter's character, you know, in Fight Club. Mar- oh, wow! In Fight Club, you are a bad girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I just love being bad. I don't know. I just love what kind that of music. Girl. You listen to what kind of music? Punk. Oh, do you really? Crappy <laughs> music. Love, I love loud music, but I also love actually a lot of classical. So I, I have like on my playlists, it's either like really loud rock and roll or classical. I just went to the opera last night. I went to the Met, and it was good fabulous. for you. Good like, girl. I was a celebrity clothing designer. I used to have a really popular clothing line in Florida, and I did a fashion show. Um, as an opening act, but it was really great. We had like you know dildos on drills and hot girls. Oh, that and was real, real class. Real doing all class. stuff. No, but it was before the damned. Dildos on drills. It was before the damned concert, and it was freaking awesome. That's like, amazing. We had, I let's, mean, let's, it was the let, coolest let's thing clean ever. It up. I interviewed Tippy Hedren. You know Tippy Hedren. No. From the birds. From the birds. Uh-huh. Alfred Hitchcock's the birds. Mel- Mel- Melanie's mom is Tippy Hedren, and what's the name? Uh, Dakota. Uh, is her grandmother. What's oh. Dakota's name from Fifty Shades of Grey? Dakota Johnson. Dakota, Dakota Johnson is her granddaughter. And I said to Tippy, you know, when you did The Birds, there was a scene in there that I thought you should have played a little differently. And she said, well, I thought so also. She said, because it was a bitchy part and everyone wants to play a bitch. Do you like playing a bitch? So that's the question to you. Do you, do you agree with Tippy? Hmm? I mean, playing a bitch is, is harder for me. I, I'm like, it... I have to like really find where it's coming from because I I was usually bullied growing up, so I don't know like I never had that kind of personality. In terms of being like a badass, I like being like the tough, strong, like fight, you know, like don't fuck with me girl, but bitchy is harder actually. I mean, I would love to do it. Honestly, I'd love to do anything. But yeah, I mean bitchy is fun. Oh, do you like the membranes? That's what Tippy said. Do you know the membranes? Do you know the band, the membranes? They're a British. They're a British punk band. We had, we had, uh, we had them on the show, and the guy who owns it owns like the one of the biggest music magazines in the world called Louder Than Row, Louder Than War, and he's one of the like singers in it. Because she said she likes punk. I hate punk. I think it's horrible. I love it. I love it. I mean, I'm old though. I'm old now, so I don't really like do it so much anymore. But I, I I still listen to. I'm sure your mother will agree with me, Johnny Mantis. Do you know who Johnny Mathis is? Yeah. Do you know who John- of course, she, she her mother must have played him all the time. Too. I mean, she, you know, she was from a different time. She just like loved to, you know. She you could have been. Too. You could have been conceived to Johnny Mathis. That's actually. everybody. You know, you were reading my mind. <laughs> I just was going to say you were probably conceived with him playing heavenly, singing <laughs> heavenly, because that's the joke. Every, you know, when we were teenagers, your mom, your dad, and I, all the same age, we used to go to the drive-in movie, probably the Westbury drive-in movie, or the Sunrise. And uh, we'd be making out with our girlfriends, and we'd have Johnny Mantis on, because he never watched the movie. And, you know, everybody got pregnant. <laughs> Johnny like Ma- and I know, jo- I know Johnny, and I said that to him at one time. I said, everybody got pregnant, Joey. He said, I hear that all the time, That's no matter great. where I go. 
Huh? That's a great legacy to leave behind. Absolutely. Yeah, that he got all the girls knocked. All the girls got legitimately pregnant. <laughs> so, so you guys, Rebecca's website is therebeccanox.com, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-K-N-O-X.com. Do you update your website a lot? I do. I have okay. to update now. You know. Um, and then you got to follow her on Instagram, which is also Rebecca Knox. It's it's the, is it the, the Rebecca Knox. You'll know it's her when you see the pictures, and like you can't even miss it. It looks like a... Like, a, I don't know, like, a, there's got pictures that make her look like she's, like, in vogue, and she's got other ones that she could be, like, in the Sports Illustrated bathing suit model, and <laughs> she's got kind of, like, all these, like, great, fantastic pictures, um, and you really have to, like, see them. We want everybody to watch Orange is the New Black, and so what do we have else that we can, like, promote for you? What do you got else coming up? Um, well, soon I'm going to be releasing my first film that I actually, I wrote, and I produced, and I acted in. And wait, 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 wait. You wrote and produced a film at your age? Come yeah, on. I just did it, and I'm going to be releasing it sometime next year, and that will be posted on my social media and my Twitter, because I'm going to start a Twitter. Yeah, so, I will help you build it. I have 417,000 followers on Twitter, so I'll help you. Okay. Yeah, you. I'll help you on Twitter, and then when the movie is ready to come out and you have a trailer that we can play for people, we'll bring you back and we'll promote the movie, and, uh, uh, and it'll be fun. I love it. Are we over? Huh? we got five minutes. Oh, good, because I like her. <laughs> if I don't like I just want to promote. I don't know what else I, to promote. If I don't like the guest, I say to Jimmy, uh, when are they leaving? Because, <laughs> you know, some <laughs> no, we've had interviews where they don't really talk or say anything. It's kind of, mm, mm, uh, uh. And that's not what you're here for. You know, you're here for to tell us all about yourself and let the, the world know who you are. That's why I ask personal questions. I don't want people just to like you on the screen. I want them to like you as a girlfriend or a pal off the screen because that's so important today with reality um years ago we worshipped marlena dietrich and marilyn monroe because they were icons right. today that doesn't work anymore now the public wants a, a buddy a friend mm. yeah so so be you open. have a great instagram yeah following. so be open about that be open <laughs> about your you know some personal so, stuff okay so let's the uh, dresses you wait, like wait. and where you like to go to eat and stuff that people like that so here's here's <laughs> one for you then so and not that you would like date them or marry them or have sex with them or anything like that, but who are like three Hollywood men that you think, oh my God, oh, they don't even have to be Hollywood men. Well, yeah, because otherwise people won't know who they are. Who are three Hollywood men that you're like, oh my God, at least they're at least really cute. You just say you're really cute. <laughs> you don't have to say. You don't have to say. Okay, so I've like told this to my friends, you know, like I have one actor that I always say that I think is hot and everyone's like, what? Okay, whatever. That's weird. Um, because he's not like the typical choice, but I love James Franco. I just love Oh my God. Oh, James Franco's awesome. We love him too. I love he's... that he's funny and silly and weird and I like his work. So there you go. Oh, he's yeah, a good, that's a good I, I hate one. to break your heart. Rumor is he's gay. Uh, I mean, most of my crushes end up being gay, so <laughs> all the good ones are anyway. I'm used to it. No, he's a good one. I he's love James. I love James. I think he's a fabulous actor. He's got a terrific personality and a very good-looking look that's off the off the beaten path. And he's fun. I agree with you. You have good taste because he does comedy. He does dramatic stuff. I mean, wonderful, he does everything. Wonderful actor. You should work opposite him. Yeah, he, a, also wasn't he a lot of his own material, and I really appreciate that. You know, producing, and I, I want to do that too. So you're doing that too. Yeah, I think that's terrific. First of all, I think nowadays, 
Um, you, you can't sit around waiting for the phone to call. You have to create your own projects yep. and stuff to keep your, your name out there and to keep working continuously, you know, because um, mm-hmm. and, and until you hit the status where they're going to pay you, you know, millions of dollars a yeah. picture, every, everybody's out because we have a lot of really famous people come on the show, but they're all creating their own things for right. the downtimes when they're not doing other things. So they're actually working all the time. Example, I haven't done a movie in like 30 years. I did a lot of television. Um, I, I do this. And I said one day on our show, I'm going to go back to acting. I really miss it. Well, five movies popped up in like two weeks. All right. Can you believe that? Yeah. I, like, now, now, SAG said you have to hire people over 75. So I can still walk, talk, and look decent. And now they hire me as the old crow. But anyway, <laughs> five movies came up. So if I didn't put it out there, yeah. Never would have. No, you got to put it. So out, you man. have got to be everywhere, everything to make your. That's career why you got to be on Twitter. Instagram no, is every, big for the young people, but everything. you got to be on Twitter too. Because we get everything. That's how I get almost all our guests is on Twitter. Okay. But you have to do everything. it. I love I'm it. Up today. Oh, you perfect. Watch. You're gonna I'm, see. I'm Dr. Jimmy Star on Twitter and Instagram. So once you okay. follow, follow me and tweet. Send me a little tweet, and then if you need help, I actually just wrote. Um, uh, there's an influencer book coming out in dis- this month um, where they picked all these different influencers to write chapters on different things in business, and I wrote a chapter how to be successful on Twitter. Oh. Um, so I'll, so I'll, when I get your email from Kira, I will, uh, I'll send it to you, and I'll send you the chapter. You can read it. It'll tell you how to do it. Yes, please. <laughs> I need that. I need a little help. I don't know how it works. <laughs> then I can, I'll, help, I'll help you do it. But anyway, you guys, so this is Rebecca Knox. You can follow her right now on Instagram, the Rebecca Knox. <laughs> She's in the the latest season of Orange is, New, Orange is the New Black. She's going to be in the next season. You can see her in Return to Montauk, and you want to check out her website, therebeccanox.com. She's one of the 10 young Hamptonites finding success at an early age, featured in the Hamptons magazine. She's fabulous. She's gorgeous. She's fun. She talks. We loved it. And, we, we, uh, and she's beautiful, and she looks 15. I wonder <laughs> if that works against her. <clears throat> no. If you're made she up. Doesn't look, she doesn't look. She doesn't look 15 on Orange is the New Black. No, but I'm saying if, you, if you're made up to look adult, uh, can you look like a woman of 25 or 28? Yeah, I mean, totally. Because I mean, right now you look 16, 17. Yeah, I, could, I would never cast you as a – see, right now if I were casting, I'd you know she's too young looking. Actually, though, if you guys look at her now and then Google the, uh, the Rebecca Knox on – well, make sure you get the Rebecca Knox so it's the right one and not the not dominatrix. The, no. Um, and see the Ooh. pictures that she has. She's like a sex pot goddess, like in all these <laughs> pictures. So just follow her Instagram. She doesn't look like she doesn't look like she's in high school in those pictures. Well, the next time she comes on, we should do that. Show up a couple of pictures of what she looks like. <laughs> you know, as as her own. Uh, can I give your age away? Yeah, twenty five. Sure. I mean, can anybody out there believe this girl's twenty five? <laughs> I mean, it's a joke. <laughs> Seriously, it's she's she's like a somebody kid. in the chat room saying that we need to hang Christmas stockings behind us on the mantle. <laughs> I have them here, uh, not now, but in uh, closer, to closer to Christmas, we're going to have a, a wide angle. All right, everybody. So we want to thank Kira Breslin for setting this interview up. I'm going to uh, send her a message and get your email, and then we'll set up something for the Celebrity Cafe, and I'll introduce you to Eileen. So for the other publications, um, when the new movie comes out, you let us know, and we're going to help you on Twitter. And anytime you have anything to promote, please let us know. We'd love to have you back. You are delightful. And say hi to your parents. You are totally delightful. And if I had a gorgeous, handsome, rich son, I'd want you to meet him. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Thank you so much. Have a great holiday. If you need anything, let us know. Thank you so much. 
Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And and all the luck in the world and success to you, my sweetie. Thank you so much. You're a, you're a lovely girl. Stay this way. <laughs> Thank you. I'll try. <laughs> no, no, you will. You will. You will. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye, honey. Hey, everybody. Bye-bye. So that was Rebecca Knox, and she's fabulous. What a fabulous. sweet girl. I love this little girl. She's a charming little girl. She's an old woman. She's 25. But, I mean, she looks like a babe, and she's so sweet. And there's an innocence about her, yet she's done Not something. on Orange is the New Black. No, but, not. I mean, <laughs> in person. But she's written a movie at 25? Holy crap. And that's gotten a, it made. That's quite a, an achievement. So she's not such a little She's a kid. Go, she's, she's a go-getter. A, she's the vice president of a liquor company. Jesus, I can't breathe. How do these people? I have one job here and I'm exhausted. <laughs> Everybody loved her. I hope you guys liked her. When we find out what her Twitter handle is, we'll let you know. And um, I really did. I really enjoyed it. I really yeah, enjoyed she, her. She's an enjoyable person. It's so much fun to see the people who are, you know, really on their way up because she's really just getting started and already she's on one and, of the biggest shows in the world. And her parents own one of the biggest uh, hotels out on the Hamptons. Which is fabulous. I mean, there's there's big as Gurney's and Gurney's is the number one hotel out there. You got to like love it. I mean, it costs a fortune to stay there for 10 minutes. Absolutely. So I thought what we'd do, maybe we'll take a little, uh, uh, one more music break because you guys are going to like this. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. Let's play Creep uh-huh. by Rebecca Knox. This All is right. her cover of Radiohead's Creep, you guys. I really like the way she sings a lot, so I hope she pursues music. I have news music. for you. She sang Cry Me a River better than Julie London. You got to like love it. So everybody check this out. Um, this is Creep by Rebecca Knox. And when we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit, and then we'll call our next guest.
fellas. There you go. For everybody, that was Rebecca Knox's version of Creep. It was cool, wasn't it, Chad? I like it. I like her. She's a good one. Yeah, I, like, I think so, too. So, what's up? We also have a bunch of new people who uh, showed up in the chat room uh, throughout the show, but I didn't say hi. Eileen's in there. Illy's in there. Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK. B. Claudie from Germany. Um, I don't know who is J-J-A-U-G-I-G-J, whatever. <laughs> mm. I haven't seen Goddess lately. Goddess? <clears throat> Just text messaged me yesterday. What'd you say? She was visit. She was in Memphis visiting with her family. Okay. But she's back again. Oh. And well. I told her we missed her. I said, "Where have you been?" And she said, "Oh, I went to see my mom and stuff." Okay. She's fine. She's okay. She's as long as she's okay. That's all that. Is matters. she in the chat room? No, no, I don't think so. I'm not, there's somebody in there. I'm not sure who it is. Um. But anyway, you guys. So listen up. We gotta give a shout out to all the stations playing us. Number one, we want to start off with. You can hear us every Wednesday from twelve to two Pacific time or three to five Eastern time on the fabulous W4CY with Chad Murphy. Ow. Yay! Yeah, you can also hear us on K4HD Radio in LA, Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City. We're on iHeart Radio, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, Audio Beam, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker. On TV, you can see us on Vimeo, YouTube, Roku, and Comcast on demand through the Galaxy Global Television Network. Yay! And now we're also on Planet Mars. Yes. We're everywhere. My alien relatives watch our show. They love me. You got a you got aliens, aliens. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got to talk a little bit about that stupid show that I'm crazy about and I'm addicted to. And it's, what is it called? The island where they're digging in the hole? Oh, um, Oak Island. Yes. You know, it's been on six years and they've gone nowhere in six years. A bunch of baloney. They find a little trinket. They do this. Every week they torture me because they don't give me what I want to see. Now, I missed last night because we were out. I'm going to have to see it in rerun. But I think Oak Island better move their asses and show us something exciting or they're going to lose me as a viewer. He loves Oak Island. And I also love my ancient aliens that I watch religiously. What's, what's Oak Island? Is that the paranormal or something? No, Oak Island is where they're digging in Canada off of... Uh, for what? It's a 500-year-old dig. What are they digging where for? Treasure. They say that uh, the uh, Ark of the, of the whatever... Ark of the Covenant? Ark of... Um, I can't think today. I'm not even going to speak. Ark of the Covenant. No way. It's buried there and all kinds of stuff. And they've been digging and digging for six years now. Oh. And every every week, they, you know, Tuesday, is, it's on TV. And now they don't do anything. They find little trinkets of this and that. I said, you know what? In New York City, when they dug the Twin Towers, they dug a, a monumental hole in the ground. My God, you had to see it. It was thousands of feet deep and miles wide. All they had to do was the same thing there, and they would have found what they were looking for. Well, they want to keep but it I to the last episode. Of they, they want to milk it, but they milk exactly. it to the point. Yeah, because if, yeah, if they find it, then there's no more show. Right. Yeah, I know. Then, then they could go dig somewhere else. True. <clears throat> there's true. plenty of places to dig in this planet. That's true. That's but funny. I'm just going to get bored with You know, I don't know what. Last night they were supposed to have found something important, which is baloney, but good production. So, anyway, also then we want to welcome Pat Grant. From Canada, she's in the chat room. I don't think I said hi to her. And I'm getting messages from Stefan Bell. Uh, hey, so, hey Stefan, what's up? Tina should be coming home soon. We're yeah. going to shout out to Tina. Hugs and kisses to my Tina. And um, 
Um, and a hug to you, Stefan. There you go. <laughs> and I want to just say how much I love Eileen Shapiro in spite of the fact that I tease her to death. Um, Eileen Shapiro is so loved by so many people. She's the kindest, sweetest, nicest girl you ever want to meet. And those of you who don't know her, you know, you're losing out. Because we're very lucky to have uh, known her. Absolutely. You can follow Eileen on Twitter, you guys, at Eileen Shapiro 3. Ron Russell is at Ron Russell Show on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Starr. Um, Just don't invite Eileen to a dinner party because, you know, she has this enormous chest and she turned to speak to the guy on the right and her boobs knocked every dish and fork off the table. Yeah. It was a mess. Chad, what's the weather like in Florida? It's pretty cold here. It was like 42 last night or something. It's but beautiful. it's dry. You got the windows open. It's probably, it's probably like 70 degrees, holding it 70. It's sunny, blue skies. Got the window open. It's nice. Yeah, we have, uh, it's dry here. So, you, you know, we went up to the snow the other day, and you could be in the snow in a T-shirt. It's just weird climate here. Yeah. Now we're expecting a big rainstorm that's coming up from Mexico, and we're happy about it because it's going to dump all the snow on our mountains. So it's nice. We sit here in our swimming pool, and we look up at the mountains and see snow, and you can have winter when you want or summer. Yeah. That's the joy of Palm Springs. It is pretty, Pat, Palm Springs. Pat, Pat from Canada says that she likes Oak Island, too, and it's done in Nova Scotia because she's in, she's in Canada. Yeah, it's done in Nova Scotia. Actually, they go to um, uh, Halifax a lot, so it's outside of Halifax. I like that show. It's a good show. Oh, my God. I heard an airplane. Yeah, well, they, they fly. They I never the hear them, though. Hardly ever. And that's weird that we well, heard them now. It's probably, gotta, like, it. it's probably my private jet coming to get me. <laughs> yeah, right. To take me to L.A. I wish I had a jet to take oh, me Eileen to L.A. Oh, Eileen says she loves you, too, Ron. No, I really do love Holy you, Holy shit, Eileen. she wrote it. She must have held the thing down by mistake because she did it like 15 times. <laughs> See that? See that? See that, see that, see that, see that. You got to like, love it, everybody. So, everybody, what's your favorite, like, thing coming out for the holidays? What's the big blockbuster movie you guys are looking forward to seeing? I'm going to tell you mine right off the bat is Aquaman. It's coming out December 21st, and it's going to be the bomb. Absolutely the bomb. I think that uh, Aquaman is, like, probably, because I don't, I don't really, I'm not really into, like, really young guys, but I think Aquaman is probably the most handsome, handsome, like, big, burly guy on the planet. You're such a fruit. I can't help it. Aquaman's super hot. You're a sissy little girl. <laughs> even Ron's, even Ron's uh, uh, sister-in-law is like calling me, talking to me about Aquaman because he was on Good Morning America on Monday. <laughs> and I think he's like, okay, he's all right. No, I think he's probably another, another, you know, pinhead with a big body. Oh, uh, oh, Eileen says, where does Chad live? She wants to visit him. West Palm Beach, Chad. Florida. Are you going to be in West Palm Beach next Saturday, Eileen? I mean, next Wednesday? Because if you're going to be in West Palm Beach next Wednesday, you can go sit in the studio as part of the show <laughs> and like do it, sit with Chad, and you can be on the show from there. We won't be able to see you, but we'll be able to hear and you, you. And you could meet my ex-sex partner, Dean. You're going to get us in trouble. <laughs> I had to break up with Dean because he was way too kinky. Yeah. <laughs> Was he kinky? My God, you know he started to bring in ducks and, and cows and stuff. I said, Dean, <laughs> enough, <laughs> Dean. Where is Dean? He usually comes in to say hi. Is Dean around? He's actually up north. I'm actually broadcasting from my home studio. He's actually up in North Carolina right now for the uh, Hanukkah season with his family. Oh, oh good, good for, for him. him. Good for him. Yeah, happy, happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah, Dean. Oh, that's nice that you got a home studio now. It's yeah. beautiful, yeah, overlooking the little pond lake we have here, and it's, it's nice. Got the windows open. Beautiful day. 
Wow. I Very love it. Better than that crappy studio. Yeah. <laughs> that agree. studio used to haunt At least me. this way, you, when you're hungry, you just go in the fridge no, and get something to eat. When, when we, kitchen, when we yeah. did the show out of the studio, it used to haunt me. It was so weird looking. Really? What was wrong with it? It was just a strange room. You know, I'm used to studios that look like studios with high ceilings and lights and cameras. You know, studio. It's a radio show. <laughs> I know, but I walked, I, I walked, the first day I walked into an office and sat down with a camera. Yeah. And I thought, this is a studio? <laughs> they made their offices actually into it. You know, I mean, this is an office with a cam. Yeah. You got to like True. love it. Anyway, we love Dean and we love W4CY Radio. Yes, indeed. We've been um, with them for so many years. Jimmy, for many years. Me, six years. I'm with W4CY, and it's the only way to go. So I think what we'll do is um, play. uh, Does that look like our guests are on the air online? Hold on. Let me check. (laughs) Yeah, Eileen's going to be in West Palm Beach. She's coming to West Palm Beach tomorrow. Uh, What's she doing down here? (laughs) She's coming down for a visit with Colin. She was supposed to come. She was supposed to come here. The little devil. <laughs> what a traitor. That's why I, get, I, I make fun of her. That's why Aaron and I last night at the ball were dishing her. We were so saying, are she they, was supposed to be here, but she's not here. Are they, uh, are, they on, uh, are they online? Yes, sir. All right, so let's play a song. Let's play, um, uh, let's play Aaron Paul Pop Star. All right. Um, everybody, so this is Aaron Paul's Pop Star. He played it last night. Uh, while we were at the benefit, the Love You Nights benefit, and while we're doing that, we're going to get Joe Jamie and Lana Lana on the, the line. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. I want you to notice me From my boots to my head I'm famous when I'm dressed Now listen, listen Play on your radio yeah. On the TV screen and in your magazine Everybody wants show Fascination. 
Right, there you go. Aaron Paul's pop star. All right, I don't think they can hear us. Can you no. guys hear us? Hello, hello. How would we have a picture of them? I guess we not. Were, <laughs> we weren't connected. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chad, hang up on him and call him back. All right. All right, hang on, you guys. Oh, this is hilarious. This you is guys like, should have heard all the stuff they were talking this is about. Like this reality show. They're going to start to beat each other up in about a minute. I mean, this is the They're funniest. like, what's going on? How come no, you got to hear the comment. She blames Jay. I mean, it was hilarious. It's funny as hell. We should really have gotten that on camera. That was funny, funnier than the show. That's good stuff. Anyway, you guys, live television. So we're going to try and call them back and see if we can hear. Because I couldn't hear them at all. No, I um, could we, hear them. I mean, no, no. We could hear them. They yeah. couldn't hear us. Couldn't I mean, hear us. Exactly. yeah, we could hear them, but they couldn't hear us. And I don't know why. Because usually we don't have a problem. Are you calling them back, Chad? I am. Okay. Hey, you know what I like, noticed about your on? fireplace? <laughs> Those logs never need changing. You're right. They never need changing. What a beaut. And Ron fixed it this week to make the flames higher, so that way you see them better. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and also to warm me up, because I'm always cold. Does it actually work? All right. All right. I'm still trying here. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's funny. You got to, like, love it. Anyway, everybody, we're working on getting Joe Jamie back and Lana. I think it's Lana. Joe Jamie, Tyler, and, and Lana. And Lana, yeah. And they have a new show called Ladies Roadmap with Joe Jamie and Lana. And it's a journal and a self-care diary for women, and I think it'll be a lot of fun if we can get them on the line. So what's going on, Chad? Are they not answering now? Yeah, it's just ringing and ringing. Okay, let me see if she sends me any, any <laughs> Those emails. Two broads are gonna get crazy. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> they don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> they look it was good. So funny. Yeah, I just see them. They are. There we are. Can you I hear, hear us? Them. I hear them. We don't see them. Can they hear us? Can you guys hear us? Hello. Can hey, hear can us? you hear us? There you are. Yeah, they can't hear us. We no, hear we can you. hear you. We can hear you. Can you hear us? Well, just make, everything was just working, and now <laughs> I'm texting. Is Jenny Star. Hey. So speaker's muted. So go to, to speaker's muted right yeah. there. See, I yeah. keep pushing that, but hey, nothing happened. Can you guys hear us? Hello, can you guys hear us hello. Can you hear us? We hear you. Can you hear us? They can probably hear us, hear us, and we can't hear them. What the heck hey, with the speakers? Hey, you got that one right. <laughs> Laughing at us. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta put my glasses on. Hey, now we lost their faces. Oh, I see. See, Chad's writing. We hear you, but you can't hear us. These two muted. What happens if they call you, Chad? It will matter. They need to turn up their speakers. Oh, their speakers muted. Oh my God, this is hilarious, you guys. Now they cut their heads off. We tested it before we did this. Let's turn up your speakers. Turn up your speakers. Oh, look. Your speakers. Is that Rocco? Is that Rocco? Hey, Hey, you guys. Can you hear us? Do you not do in your speakers? Turn your speakers on. Yay! We should play a song, huh? Well, in the meantime, in the meantime, let me finish the okay, story that I started guys. to tell. The it story was. Okay. And I don't know where to find that. When, 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 when we hey, got. Chad, them send up. him a message. How to unmute the speaker? Uh, hmm. It might not be muted. They just might not have the speakers on. I heard him say "speaker muted." Okay. There we go. Hey, everybody. This is the. Sorry, guys. Hang on. <laughs> How many people does it take to set up Skype? <laughs> they got three now. <laughs> Chad, you want to? Maybe we should play a song. All right. What would you like to play? 
And, but then if, if yeah. we face Bond, though, then let's right. just shut them No, the they won't hear it. I'll mute you guys. Play Revolution, right Little there. Red Dolls. All right, let's play speakers, that now. We'll be back. Needed. All right.
All right, there you go, fellas. All right, everybody. So now we're, we're live. On the, we're on the air. Hold on, now we're live. There's no music, so just say something real quick. Let's make sure everybody can hear you guys. Hello, Hello. Happy holiday. You guys look all cozy with your fire. I you love look it. So handsome. Yes. Woo-hoo. Thank you. All right. So, do we pronounce your name, Lana? It's Lana. I'm just Lana. making sure. Like Lana Turner. All right, everybody. Now on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. After all that fabulous reality show, I love Giggly Goop. <laughs> we want to welcome Ladies Roadmap with Joe, Jamie, and Lana. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey guys. Oh, Thank you for having us. We love oh you. Thank all you. I loved it when Lana said to Jamie, Joe Jamie, will you press the button? <laughs> we do that all the time. The technical thing is our biggest issue because we decided, oh, we're gonna have we're, we're gonna do a podcast and we know nothing about technology. And we see each other and bicker and go back and forth and it is a it is a comedy show. Sometimes we're on the floor rolling. You two are you two are meant for each other to be comics. I'm telling you. Work on, I'm serious, work on it because it's re- you I, I don't really laugh that often from people. I have, you know, because you know, we were listening to you guys for five minutes, and I was crying. And he was just sitting here cracking up. And I said, now they lost their heads. The hammer's gone. We have a little bit of yeah, because your heads no voice, nothing. (laughs) And then Lana's accusing Joe Jamie, and Joe Jamie saying, I don't know. And then the the dialogue was precious. And then you guys were saying. Maybe they're just not ready for us right, and have us right. muted. Wait, wait. No, I like the other one. Lana said, well, well maybe they're doing a different show. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Anyway, let's get down to it. So everybody- Let- wait, I want to just say to Joe Jamie, please say hi to Coco. Oh, Coco. Coco's an amazing woman. If I, straight, if I was straight, I would... <laughs> go after her to marry her i fell in love with coco when i met her she is the most beautiful charming lady that is around today from the olden days that's that's jamie's uh, Jam- joe, joe jamie's mom it's a lot of everybody listen up. so here's, here's our connection here's our connection so ron and i met joe jamie two years ago with michael damien and janine damien and her husband as they were touring around with High Strung, the movie High Strung that everybody loves and we love so much. And um, we haven't seen Joe Jamie in a long time. And you look fabulous. You have a new haircut and you look gorgeous. And we've never met Lana, but she's gorgeous. So we want to say hello to you and welcome you into the Jimmy Star Joe family. And, um, and Joe Jamie contacted me because now she's got a podcast. They have a co- podcast together. And I think this is a really cool idea. Oh, I got to see this podcast. And it's called Ladies Roadmap with Joe Jamie and... And Lana, and first of all, it's not just a podcast because no. they have like a workbook for women. And I'm going to read this, and then you guys can correct wait, me. When I watch the podcast, I'm going to wear Depends. You hear it? You hear it? Don't watch oh, it. To hear? I mean, I'm wearing Depends when I so listen. So here, to here it. it is, everybody. <coughs> Ladies roadmap. Me <laughs> up. Ladies roadmap journal is a self-care diary for women that is changing lives. It's a workbook that guides you to start thinking big about your life, dreams, etc. And you guys can go to ladiesroadmap.com to check it out. So you guys aren't just a podcast because like when you go to the website, you can order like a diary thing that that does all this cool stuff. And I was like, oh my God, they put a lot of work into this. This is like not like some little let's wake up and just do a, a little podcast. Well, I mean, you guys are really busting your ass. And are. when they were asking, when they were asking, saying that they wanted to come on the show, she said, to give you an idea of things that we talk about, our last recent podcast was about vaginal rejuvenation, and I was like, okay, bring them on. 
that, that's that's a Ron Russell show. But before we go any further, I started saying a story earlier, and I have to complete it because our listeners and watchers want to see it. We went to dinner with Michael and Janine in Pennsylvania, and of course, this lovely lady in front of me. And, and we Rocco. Were, and Rocco, her <laughs> husband, and we were talking, and then I found out that Rick, they got, what? Wait, wait listen. They, Rico, Rico, Rocco, I'm sorry. Yeah, Rico. it's okay. <laughs> then, I, then I found out that this, that uh, Joe Jamie lives in a trailer. And I thought to myself, how sad is this? Her sister is married to Michael Damien. She's a very famous woman. Michael's a famous actor. They have tons of money. And this poor Joe Jamie, she lives in a trailer. I feel so bad for her. You know, it must be <laughs> awful. And then later on in dinner, I found out. I know. And he's like, we're going to move to Palm Springs and you guys can come stay with us. Oh, yeah. I felt so bad. I said, you could stay with us for a while. You know, living in the trailer has got to be a she bitch. finds out it's like a... Wait, wait, don't blow the... Get off my, my act. I'm going to smack you. I hate my husband. I'm going to divorce him like an hour. But anyway, later on in the dinner, I find out that she's married to Tyco Toy Company. and it's Trains. Like, trains. And it's like a $2 million thing that they live in that goes all over the world. So was I embarrassed. But I did feel bad for you. I felt the sister that didn't do well. <laughs> and the sister did extremely well. And she did extremely well. And then there was an instant love between us. I, mean, I just thought you were the best, remember? I'm holding hands with you under the table. Yes. I just thought that these two sisters are fabulous. And Janine is an, an angel also. And Michael's new movie, you know, we don't know anything about it. But when we see a trailer or something, we'll be able to push it for Michael. Well, we'll Soon it's going to be yeah. coming next spring. And I heard that it's better than the first one, and I thought that can't be better than High Strung. High Strung was wonderful. It was a really a classic movie done so well and intelligently done and beautiful. And the new done. one is called High Strung Free Dance. Everybody, it hasn't hit America yet, but I think it has hit some of the other countries. Right. So when um, are we going to? see it? It's going to be released in the spring in at least six hundred theaters. So it'll be available to everybody. That's awesome. Yay. Well, when you see y your sister and your brother-in-law, please send love from uh, from us and from me to them. So tell uh, us, you guys, how yes. did we get this thing going? How no, no, we... how, did, how did you get it going? What made you girls think about it? Well, okay, so Lana and I have been best friends for 30 years, and we both had our own careers. Lana, You mean you, mean you were born together in the same room 30 just, years ago? Yeah, yeah, just about yeah. 30 years ago was... Yeah, we, we won't tell our age. Anyway, Lana and Lana is an interior designer. And I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to name drop here, but let's say Michael Jordan. Michael, really? you're not no, supposed to do that. Never mind. That's not really one of her clients. No, she's not supposed to do that. Anyway, and I've been an image consultant for many, many years. And we were both at this stage of our life where we just decided we need to reinvent ourselves or do something. We're, we're not ready to kick off our shoes and retire. We're ready to keep going and live vivaciously. Well, we, you know, we took a, a minute to stop our busy lives and we just said, hey, you know, we love our, our careers. We love our families and our husbands, but now what? And we wanted to reach out to other women and be around fabulous women, just like you get to be around fabulous people with your show. We wanted to be around, you know, women that were making things happen. So we interview women that are out there doing amazing things and reinventing themselves. And then we decided as we kind of went along to create this journal. And now this has added a whole new opportunity for the podcast. So it's really super rewarding. We're having a blast. And, you know, speaking of this whole, you know, reinvention thing, you know, this is the part about the podcast that's so fun is there's not a lot of podcasts out there for women of a certain age, you know, over 
40 or 50. And we're talking about real topics. And that's why vaginal rejuvenation, for one. (laughs) But that's been around forever because I have a friend of mine. She's 97 years old now. I won't give I won't give her name, but I guess I will. It's my friend Perry Winkler. She was married to Lee Winkler, the uh, head president and CEO of Global Enterprises, the big business managed firm in right. Beverly Hills. So she's a gorgeous woman. She looks like Joan Collins, and she's ninety seven. And I spoke with her recently, and I she has a younger boyfriend, about twenty years younger. And I said, "So, Perilla, darling, what's doing with sex?" Oh, Ronald, she said, "It's not what it was. It's down to once a week." <laughs> <clears throat> At 97. Now, you want to talk about regen- ju- uh, v- vagina re- <laughs> rejuvenation. She did something with, with uh, beads or, or uh, metal balls. It's an egg. It's called the, oh, what is it called? It's the uvi or uni, the uni or something egg that people do too. It's like and, a crystal. Yeah, and they insert it and somebody and got you have to squeeze oh. your muscles. Yeah, it's just Kegel. Well, the vaginal rejuvenation is an actual laser therapy uh, that you go to the doctor for. And it's, you know, it sounds kind of funny to talk about and it sounds like, oh, all sexual. But the truth is there are women who've had breast cancer who are on tamoxifen and other things and cannot take any hormone replacement. And they actually have pain just walking. So this is actually something that's really not always something to even, you know, laugh about. But, you know, then there's others of it, of us who just want to have it so we can continue to have fun. So Right. Absolutely. I, I heard that uh, women that have sex and it's painful, they, they shoot Botox now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Botox in the vagina will stop pain when you're having sex with your husband. Uh, if you have that endosis, how do they say Endometriosis. That? Endometriosis, whatever the hell it's called. And you shoot Botox. And also, when you open your legs and smile, you don't have any wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, they say that when we talk to her, it's a show that will be up, not this week, but next week. But when we talk to her, this does actually help with the appearance of that area as well. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, we do. We talk about all kinds of subjects on the show and we have women and experts on all kinds of subjects. You know, one of the things that I thought was pretty cool, we had a woman from South Africa who was in her forties and she summited both sides of Mount Everest. She was the first woman. Yeah. She was the first woman to summit from both sides. And she was very interesting. Now she lives off in the Andes, the Pyrenees mountains and still climbs all the time. And um, and then we have, we've had a woman that does these beautiful, she's an opera singer. She sang at the Met in Carnegie Hall. And now she does these beautiful sound baths with the crystal bowls. And she sings opera while she does it. You feel it pierce through your entire body and your cells. It's really, it, there's some amazing stuff out there. That, uh, and, and what's her name? Her name is Gita Navatni. Okay. Gita I Navatni. love it. Yes, yeah, yeah. she does. <laughs> How did you guys come up with the whole idea, though, of actually making like an actual like diary? I mean, because it's like it's like it's very elaborate. First of all, you guys can go to ladiesroadmap.com to see it. There it is. is. Uh, It's a workbook. It's a workbook. I guess I I called it a diary. It's a workbook. And but you could call it a diary, too. It's a journal workbook. And we have amazing illustrations. And, you know, we really prompt women to really think about their lives, their relationships their finances even, right? And their health. And and everything is, so what's happened is, is that a lot of women, we have this time in our life now. We just have this space to start thinking a little deeper. What are we going to fill ourselves with? What are we going to fill our times with? How can we have more fun? Where are those 
dreams we all had that we put aside because we're taking care of our families. We're taking care of our mothers. We're taking care of everybody. And that's what most women do. And then one day you wake up and go, oh, wait a minute. Now what am I going to do? So this really helps you think about what are my dreams and desires? I want to, um, and they're possible. They're still possible, we believe. So we want to help them rekindle. We have a funny story. What are the, there's a funny story about the, to, to how we, when, when you journal and you actually write your thoughts down, you know, right now in life, everything's on the computer, everything's on your phone, and we don't even write a thank you letter anymore. And there's something about putting the pen to the paper that is so effective. So for instance, when we, we decided to start this podcasting, we're like, well, we're, how are we going to get known? We got to get some famous people. We're going to take it out of the playbook of Jimmy Starr. You know, get famous people on your on your on your podcast, and so Lana says, "Let's brainstorm." And all of a sudden, this this text this this uh, Instagram popped up that Maria Schreiber had a new book out. So I said to well, Jamie, texted it to me. She's like, "Here's here's here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get Maria Schreiber." Yeah, she follows me on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the funny thing. So we end up, it's sort of a long one story, but we were in LA and we are in the dressing room of a little store and we ended up talking about our podcast and this lady flies out and she goes, are you guys podcasters? And we said, yes. And she said, you need to meet Maria Shriver. She's a good friend. Of mine. <laughs> that was, that was Karma. That one day we drive back to, to Newport beach where, where I live and we literally are in our, we're in our scrubbies. We're, you know, at home writing show notes and we've been working and we're like, let's go get some sushi. So we pull into the, to the shopping center and I see this little store and they've got a line out front and Joe Jamie being Joe Jamie's like, I'm going to go see what it is. And I said, okay, we're like literally have probably Uggs on or something. She comes running out with this huge Cheshire cat grin on. And she says, you're not going to believe it. I said, what? She said, Maria freaking Schreiber is in there right now signing books. <laughs> we're going, we both looked at each other. We go, we're going in. We, we got in that line, no makeup. We're there. We get in front of her and she loved us, loved our podcast, invited us up to this thing. We have an interview with her. Anyway, it, we, I really believe Joe Jamie started that <laughs> manifestation in process and it happens. So we just feel like we feel we believe in the power of intention and that if you really focus and you really do the work, you can have anything. And do- I agree. Also, I agree 100%. also in our business, I have interviewed thousands. I mean, I can't even tell you in the, all the years I've been doing this, maybe 2000 celebrities. I have never found a celebrity yet that didn't want to talk about themselves. So don't be afraid of them. They all want to do it. They all are eager. They will help you. I have people now saying to me, oh, I want to come on your show, and I can't. I think that what you're saying is right, and I don't think there's a lot of things for people over 40 or over 50. Um, you know, Ron, Ron, who's 78, um, you know, has was just recently started talking about he wanted to start doing movies again, and now he's booked five movies in like a month. Um, and I, think I, just, that, I just shot one called uh, Circus, Circus Road. Road. So I think you have to like... You have Put to visualize. I mean, whether you're a male or female, I get that yours is geared toward women, but I also think a lot of that stuff will, really would work for men also. It's but just also, that's your audience. I, I want to tell you something, which is what I, I modeled at my age at 78 years old in New York. I modeled for an underwear company. For Fashion Week. For Fashion Week. Would you believe it? Me walking the runway. And I, yeah, and I found that this is the thing women must never wear bloomers <laughs> or, 
or grandmother bras. Grandmother panties yeah, and yeah, grandmother yeah. pies. You know those pink things you the pink things you buy in these these little That's hilarious. Lana goes, what are bloomers are those panties that come down to your knees and they're pink and the old ladies wear them and the strings always break. And bras that bras that look like parachutes. Women must wear the sexiest lingerie. But wait. Men must do the same. Men don't wear white jockey shorts. They're so unattractive. Wear a nice cup kind of thing where your package looks big and sexy. Yeah. Because it'll turn... I it'll, wear the black sexy ones. We know all about that. Oh, no, yeah. Because when a man is in sexy underwear, he becomes sexy. And a woman in sexy underwear, and the sex life rekindles itself. So you should do something about lingerie. It's so important. I, you know what? I was just going to tell you when you brought that up. I love that you brought that up because it's a wonderful woman... And we're going to manifest. This is a wonderful woman in New York called Mama Gina. And she is all about the sexy thing. And she's, yeah, she's, she's all about she how to get sparkles it going. down there and dresses it up and goes to the gynecologist that way. Oh, my, my friend Perry, who I mentioned, who's 97 and looks gorgeous, she wears a body stocking that's all fishnet. With oh. these, oh yeah, with these spike high heels because she can't walk in them, but she can lay in them. <laughs> and like, you know. And I, and I and I told her when you there th you go see she got fishnet on oh okay I love it well, so and she wears these five inch high heel things but I told her be careful you don't put holes in the ceiling with those heels but <laughs> but her younger boyfriend just thinks it's sexy and wonderful now if she were to act and look like a ninety seven year old woman she certainly would not have the boyfriend or have sex my friend is a very sexual woman and she thinks she's thirty and she doesn't really think age all that. you know the the people i know coco included um my husband included he he says that exact thing he says i don't even think of a number lana i don't think about age and coco's the same way and that's why they look amazing and they're still living very vibrant lives I mean, same, with him. Co same with coco's him coco's very lucky because coco is a beauty and i'm not saying that because janine is here and Joe jamie or Joe Jamie to blow smoke up her butt. I just friggin' names. I always had trouble with their names. I said, "What are they? The petty? They're, they're like the they're like the Petticoat Junction girls. Remember Petticoat Junction? That's what I. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> I mean these names. So, so hang on real quick so you guys uh, if you go to ladiesroadmap.com you can get the workbook you can follow the podcasters on iTunes Google Play Alexa and Spotify and the, the one of the taglines is looking to awaken your inner goddess and align your thoughts into action I want to make sure I get all the little points out and I have a suggestion for a guest so I can even introduce you but I don't know if you guys know Liz Vassy she was on CSI for like a zillion years and she's over 50 she has a new documentary that's on pre-order now called The Human Race, and um, it's about a documentary about six runners all over the age of 50 as they train, you know, to do this huge, like, race, 5K race or whatever, and... Um, and it's really, really good. Like one of the guys is running and he runs with his autistic son. And I mean, it's a really cool thing of people over 50. We had her on our show when she was crowdfunding for it. She's a great guest cause she's a celebrity. She's got a zillion fans and this documentary kind of fits in the over, uh, and some of the runners are female. Um, yeah, no, it's I would love that. We would even love to talk to some of the runners. I mean, it's all, it's all inspirational. It's all in the head. It's all in your head. People say to me, how do you look so young and so good for 78? And I said, I work at it. What do you think? I wake up 
in the morning yeah. and I, I look like now, you got to put creams on your face. You got to make sure your hair looks good. Dress well. Don't dress like an old bag. Dress young. It's okay to dress young, you know, yeah. and good. It's just, it's well, you don't do drugs and you don't drink yeah. and you don't yeah. sit on the sun. You don't do a lot of things that are bad. Well, sun is not good. But uh, so, and, and also you have to be healthy within. Yeah. I don't eat junk see jimmy stops at every uh, junk store in the world jimmy's a hamburger a french fry i love guy. in and out now that we moved to california <laughs> and i eat, I, I, I have, we have one right next to us in vegas and it's dangerous dangerous for sure. yeah but you, you know you are what you eat there's no question about it if you eat properly and drink enough fluids your skin stays full uh i have never had work done or, or any there's no botox or fillers in my face anything and uh, it, i believe it's because of clean living and good eating and, uh, and up here, you know, I don't know I'm 78. I mean, I it's like a joke when I say the number. I feel 22. Well, you look 22. And every time we wake up in the morning, we're another day older. We just It just stays at 30, you know, 30, 30, 30 every day. I don't ever feel <laughs> any day over 30. Well, you, do, you have to do the work in anything in life. You have to, you really have to do the work to stay vibrant, happy, healthy, fit, all of it. And you know, that's what this journal is. It's a little bit of work. It's 10, 20 minutes a day, just writing things down. If you make it a habit, but it really does yeah. keep you vibrant. It's a lot about the habits. We talk a lot about the habits. We just did a show today on habits and tendencies and the way you make change and bring change into your life is by your habits. Yeah. Well, it's it's all up here. And for those women out there that are thinking their husbands are straying away or that the marriage is not what it was, don't get fat and don't give in. Uh, fight it. Get skinny gorgeous and dress well and do your hair beautifully and put your makeup on and he's going to see a whole new girl. Because Stay engaged. I mean, you have, to be, you have to have something to talk about. You know what you just said, too, is that we can't depend on our husbands. We have to make our own fun and our own right. flash and our own... Is excitement exactly. in our life. And that's what we handle. Yeah, you, you, you two are very sexy women. Remember one thing, and I'm a man. Men think with their dicks. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, girls. But if you don't look good, they ain't putting it in nobody. You know what I mean? They only well, everybody's put got a different idea of what's pretty. Well, yeah. man, you guys are gorgeous. <laughs> no, but like, I don't listen. These two girls, if they, if these two girls right now were going to, if we were going to do a poll right now with all, we have like, four and a half million people that watch this show. So let's say we have two, two million guys. Out of those two million guys, I'd like to know how many would like to have sex with these two. Probably two, <laughs> mil probably two million guys, all right? Because we, we got a blonde and a redhead here. We got two, you know, desires. <laughs> but, if, but if you look like two-ton Annie and you're a mess, you ain't getting those two million guys. So work at it. Don't grow well, obviously, old. Obviously, though, you guys have. I mean, you spent a lifetime of however old you are because we're not telling anybody. But you guys have always taken care of yourself. Um, you yeah. take care of yourself. You engage. Um, you're very social. You have great personalities. You're fun. You're outgoing. I mean, uh, the, the podcast, I think, is going to be a really big hit. And like, so like when people are going to look for it, because we've only got like two minutes oh. left, when people start looking for it, so if when they go to iTunes or Google Play or Alexa or Spotify, they just plug in Ladies Roadmap. Just search Ladies Roadmap and it'll come right up. Yep. And, and roadmap is one word. And then you guys, if you follow Ladies Roadmap on Twitter, because their Twitter needs some help, uh, yeah. follow <laughs> at Ladies Roadmap on Twitter. And I think they're on Instagram, Ladies Roadmap also, right? Yeah, we have Ladies Roadmap Instagram and uh, Facebook. And we so. even have a Facebook group. It's, it's a lot of fun in there. We do Facebook Lives and 
we oh, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. That's a really good idea. I think this show is very good. I think it's important for women who are struggling in their lives to become something. Because I know many women uh, from when, not in my world, because my world is theater and show people. And, you know, everybody's gorgeous. Uh, but thinking back at where I came from and where I was raised in Brooklyn, so many of my peers hurry up. look 100. And they're having trouble, you know. Well, you a timely show because 2019 is coming up. We want to start the New Year's right. Get your Ladies Roadmap journal. Yeah. Listen to our shows, and you'll we'll guide you along. It's great. You'll have fun. And husbands and husbands need to buy it. It's a great Christmas gift or Hanukkah gift. Buy it for your wife or your husband. I mean, your your wife for for Hanukkah or Christmas. And um, I think it's terrific. And I'll introduce you guys to Liz Vassy. And I think that you guys are bringing a service. You know, providing something that's really not out there for for women. So I think it's really cool that you're doing it. So congratulations! And, and look at look at the husband that she landed, Tycho. I mean, you know, you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't land that husband if you were a pig. I mean, really, you know, you got to look like this girl. I mean, Tycho could have had any woman he wanted. He's got so much money. And Rico is a, and Rico is a doll. Even though I threatened to take his wife away from him many times. <laughs> I always do. Rico is a great Rico is probably the catch of the century because he's handsome, he's charming, he's wealthy, he's, he's very handsome. And he's everything that a girl would want. And he's want. nice. And he's nice. And I'm sure and that other gentleman that when you guys were playing with all cuz we got to go. When we were playing with the TV, that was your husband, right? Was that your husband that was in the picture? So say okay. hi to your husband. And we don't know anything about him, but I'm sure but I'm he was sure a, he's fabulous. He was a good catch. And you guys too. have a great holiday. Listen, and- wait, I want to tell you, girls both in Palm Springs, if you don't call us that's it. I'll call the mafia. Just to see you. That's right. That's no, really listen, I'll, I'll have a dinner party. And if Coco would come, I'd be so happy. because I really- Coco. Yes. Coco. We her. love it. She's a sweetie. You guys, party. we got to go. We're out of time. Bye. I love you. See love you. you back. Good luck, ladies. Roadmap. Bye. Yes. Bye. bye, girls. What a nice gang. What a fun show that was. Well, she's a doll anyway. I mean, I really uh, took to her when we I gotta met go. her. We got to go. Chad, thank you. Thank you so Everybody, much. thanks for tuning in. Chad's a rock star. We want to thank Joe, Jamie, and Lana from Ladies Roadmap. And, and happy third Rebecca day Hanukkah. Knox. Happy third day Hanukkah. Everybody. Bye, everybody. Have a great weekend. See Bye. you next week. Bye.